This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Yeah, we did. That's, oh my God, that's what it is. We're in an open relationship, except you have a relationship with somebody else. And then I get flashes of jealousy. I know, we had, we sat down and decided to have an open relationship. When yeah. it came to podcasting and radio and all. Yeah. And then you just every so often turn around and go, I can't believe you are with that other person talking on the Even though it's your full time, like everyday job. And like that's like, so maybe I'm, I'm like, you have to understand, he's my wife. But <laughs> I'm I'm technically your dirty affair though, because your <laughs> your full time relationship yeah. is your radio show, right? Yeah, and we're And like, then I'm like your weekly side. And this bit. podcasting is like it's sort of like um the internet flirting. Yeah, and then when you do <laughs> I'm your dick pic. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that's very like. It's... No, actually, what's the story podcast is probably your dick pics because they're the ones you know when you go and do Hill sixteen and things like that. They're oh, your dick yeah, pics. yeah. That's when you're. Re- that's I'm taking the piss there and doing them um, all sorts of dirty shit on the side. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is you are like some bastards. I I know. Don't I know? Oh God! Can I just say before we even get into this and all? Of course. And I hate talking politics and everything, but I've got paid to me cock with this election already to to a huge major degree. I was going to I say... I literally don't give a shit who no, wins at this no, stage. No, PJ... Well, I, I do, but I don't, but I do, but I don't, but I will, but I won't, and I, and, I do, and I can't. I fully understand you. I actually said it to Joey in the car the other day about you. I was like, we were. I was driving the other day, and there's so many posters, and I even driving in today, I went, can I talk about the election again? So next week, yeah. thankfully, we have a Dublin meet, and it's Stephanie Pryser, and by the time we come back again, it'll the week after, it'll be over. It'll be so we won't do over. it anymore. Thank God it'll be over. But I'm driving along looking at the posters in my area, right? And there's not one of them. Fucking yeah. old codgers. And that's it's just old men and a couple of old women, right? With big turnip heads that I don't want to vote. There's not one single one of them that inspires me to go, do you know what? I'd vote for you, right? And then as, I, as I've stated before, Catherine Sapone was my only person that I went, okay, I'd go for it. And I feel like she's absolutely done us over. So, and by us, I mean professional women who want to, you know, have childcare. You know, I remember you, you saying know, this you know before. Self, yeah. You know what selfish ones who want to have it all, you know. No, I remember pay tax, saying this work before. and have kids. So, yeah, but that's the shit that affects you. Yeah, so she was the only one. <laughs> and this is how much of a mad owl I am. I found, my brother said, said to me the other day, Minister Sapone called into my mom's house and I was tempted to get into the car and drive up to my mom's road to just go and doorstep her and have a chat with her and just be like, you were my number one vote in the last election and I and feel you like you massively let me down. And I, But then I just was like, I didn't have the thing. And then I just keep looking at all the posters going, I don't want to vote for any of you. I feel like I want to yeah. spoil my vote because I'm like, what well, difference it, does it make? I, had a, I was having this chat with someone during the week, right? Because yeah. I hate the idea of not voting. 
But mm. I, I currently fucking hate the idea of voting. Yeah. Right? Because... Uh, yeah, have you done these survey things? You know these survey things you put in all your, the things. No, how I you need think, to go and do one of those. And then it comes up with the party or can. So there's a there's a really good act. There's a really good one, right? Yeah. Of course, now these things aren't all, but any sort of social nuance or any of that Ooh, fuckology or anything like. So it really just gives you the basics of what people think. And on some of them, the candidates who participated didn't answer all the questions. So it's not an exact science by any stretch, right? Okay. But um, I which candidate dot ie is the latest? Oh, one? I remember that from the last right. election. So you yeah. put in your area, yeah, and it'll match your answers with your candidates' answers. Yeah. You know who was running. Now all mine come up with the same top three parties, right? right. It comes up independent. No, it comes Sinn Féin. with Sinn Féin, Social Democrats. Okay, I say Social Dems. And um, and who's them? Are people before profit pe- or something. Yeah. Now and then it goes Labour, Green. It's it's almost the same. Yeah. The Sinn Féin Social Democrats swaps from first from second to second. Okay, yeah, yeah. All the time. And then you, I look, I like, honestly, the candidates in the area I'm in, I, I like, I start thinking, what's the, I don't, I don't want any of this. And then I can't vote for the other parties because I just don't have anything in common with them at all. Like you're talking like the 11% sort of shit, right? Yeah. And then you're like, I'm like, why, why, what the fucking point? I would always give out to someone for not voting. And you always get these people, well, you know, it's okay not to vote, but just remember you don't have a say. I think, well, hold on a minute, fucko knows, right? Like, I get where you're coming from, but if I pay tax every yeah. fucking day, yeah. like, a, like you know, every single month, uh, the government comes in and takes a chunk of change out of the money that you make, yeah, forty odd percent or whatever it is. Well, and you're fucks you're off in the higher bracket, yeah. Well, then surely you're making. If I go in and draw a Mickey on the fucking election thing, or you're totally entitled about, to do. You've paid your tax enough. Yeah, to well, do it. I still get a fucking say, surely. Mm. You know, I can still like surely spoiling your vote is still using your vote to a certain degree. But just as opposed to not turning up at all. Oh well, yeah, no, definitely you've turned up, but it's just it's a much of a muchness because it doesn't count for anything. All you've gone in is used a bit of a bit of well, lead off the pedal. You've sort of voted against everybody. Yeah, but sure, that doesn't make any difference. <laughs> but if you think about well, it, it, it does. Just, like if I, nobody voted, it would make a difference. So if everybody, if everybody didn't voted, vote, that would make so a difference. if everybody went in and drew Mickey's on their on their polling sheets, that would probably you know something. Ironically, it would make a stand. That would be a that would probably be a bigger statement than everybody voting. In a weird oh, fucking I would be, way, I would be for that. But that would I never know like it's that, illegal though. What? It's, is that illegal? No, no, to no. Encourage the people right to, to vote, go in. But and... We don't have to. We don't have to have to vote. It's not like Australia where you have to yeah, show okay, up yeah. and then they get fined. They don't have to vote. Like you have to sign up, t- t- sign on the book, and then you and can, then do you what can you draw a slew or whatever you want. But yeah. you have to show up. We don't have like we have the right to make a choice. choice we, want. Yeah. we don't have to fucking do it. So. Well, like, it's, it's, it's just I don't know it's just so this this one this particular campaign because it's probably it's been so intense uh, it's just a, but it's not that it's not I don't even think that it's the intensity of it I think it's just the share of shits that are going for like so all like no all I need them oh, but that's it like, like it's lit that I I you know me like I have been Fine Gael like I have always as you are Sinn Féin I have been Fine Gael like obviously I, Fianna yeah. Fáil fell, fell by the wayside because most of those absolute turnips were voting no for the eighth so they can all fuck off like and also the, do you know like but I go back to, I just I, go to things that affect me but then I, when I go to Fine Gael, it's like well it'll just end up being a government that's coalition so it'll be it'll end up being Fine Gael and Fianna because they'll go and party with each other it'll be Fianna, Fianna Gael and Sinn Féin because Sinn Féin are going to absolutely well, they won't go in with them Sinn Féin can't get into government. They just can't do Fine, it. Sinn Féin will go into government with Fine Gael. They won't. Oh, Fine Gael won't go in with them. She will. I guarantee you she will. She will. 
because it's they the only it is them. the only way Sinn Féin can move forward into oh, yeah, becoming their own to oh, their yeah, own but entity. Fine Gael won't go in with them. They won't do it. With Sinn Féin? No. He said, Leo Varka said he he would consider it. I don't, I don't want if, it I'm happen. telling you now, if Sinn Féin... Anyway. But if, if they won enough seats, I think they do. If they won all their seats, I think they do have enough that they can... Well, then, in that case, right, if you get a Sinn Féin for the Gael coalition, well, that's so fucking separate in their ideologies. That would probably be the most useless coalition of all time. But that's it. So ultimately, that's what I'm saying. But ultimately, I'm so sorry if you're anywhere but Ireland. And I'm so sorry. (laughs) But we'll get over it in a a second. We shouldn't even talk. We should make it a rule. Like the Freemasons that we don't talk about religion or politics. No, because they're some of our favourites. But this is the last time we'll talk about it. But like that, I just, it's it's got to a point now. So I'm like... so all it is, I, I, the person, the man who's in my area, right? I've, I don't, I've, for Finnegal, one of the Finnegal. I said to Jerry, he's like, I've never even seen him in the club. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I love this. This is the most Irish thing ever. But that's where you see them. to your GAA club. Because usually yeah. they're around. I was like, I've never, I've never seen none of these people. The only reason I know the Sinn Féin guy is because his son died. And anytime shit happens in Tala, that man's on the news. That's the only, so he's only interested in Tala. He's not interested where I am. He's only yeah. interested in Tala. Anyway. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all more interested in talent than you. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even live a Tyrish a week. <laughs> all right. In your know, in your marriage. Yeah, oh yeah. Do you know what? I've got a fucking I've got a, the most annoying affliction I've ever had. Oh great. It's not causing me any pain. Okay. It's not causing me yet. It, it's the weirdest thing. I've got a flicking eye. I've had a fucking twitching fucking. Oh, are you tired? I couldn't be because it's been a week now since I left you here the last day. I started noticing it. I was driving and I was getting a flicky eye, like a twitchy, flicky, fucky, oh, wanky. Maybe you need glasses. Little... Huh? Maybe you need glasses. No, my, my sight is the only thing about me that's perfect. What Everything else you... is drastically flawed. But my sight is perfect. Oh, my sight is drastically flawed. So yeah. what does that well, say about the rest of me? fucking perfect. <laughs> right? Well, I only have one thing, okay? Right. But uh, no, I... seriously, when was the last time you got your eyes checked, though? Genuinely. Oh, I got them checked. Uh, I got to every year. So I had to get them checked oh, um, two years ago for the, for the life well, I mean, a lot can happen in, at your age in two years. Well, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah, that is true. I mean, medical is up, actually. Well, then. Medical runs Maybe out, best but... to get you. But it can so be a sign of tiredness. I, or a, a stigmatism stress, or a stra- oh, stress. Uh, tiredness. Did you Google this? Too much caffeine. I did, yeah. They're all of your, like, literally, it's like, what are your triggers? Stress, caffeine. What was the other one? Uh, t- uh, stress, caffeine. What was it? Uh, tiredness. No, well, no, fuck! I lost the run of it. It was stress and caffeine. Um, oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, maybe it's just general confusion then, because I can't <laughs> come to a conclusion on it. Stress and caffeine and twitchy eyes. Oh fuck! I can't remember. But it says if it persists over more than a day or two, you're supposed to go to your doctor. I'm a week now. So have you gone? I'm week now. I haven't time to go to a doctor. Right. I haven't time to go to a doctor. Fucking unbelievable. Oh, that reminds me of the headline. You were asking me do we have a headline yeah. for the podcast, um, yeah. and I've totally forgot the story I wanted to do. Right. And it was about 96% of Irish workers going to work um, when they feel sick. Right. And i got to be in my bonnet about it. So they go to work when they feel sick. Well, yeah, so 96% of workers, they say, oh, they get sick and they still go to work even when they shouldn't. Because right. you know there's this thing now where, you know, years ago, you had to turn up sick. Yeah. Like your ass could be in your hand. Like the way I sent my son to school this morning. Yeah. Sick. Like all the Crying, and I'm like, you're fine, get in. Yeah, that's yeah. all. It's like, you know, you have to have a fucking, you know, work 
You gotta have ethic. Ethic. You gotta get in regardless. And now, now apparently it's like stay at home and they don't want you in there and you could be infecting everybody. Blah. And what depends what side of the fence you fall on. They're saying. Okay. So is it people with have respect for other people or is it people that you know just are ambitious and don't give a fuck about anyone but themselves? Right. That's not what this is. What are you fucking talking? Let's be honest about it. And I'm going to offend half the country and I don't mean to. Hold tight. Here we go. I don't mean <laughs> to, but there's two types of people when it comes to pulling sickies from work, right? right. There's self-employed people, right? Yeah. Who they go to the doctor, right? And they say, I'm sick. And the doctor goes, you're going to have to take three days off work. And they go, fuck you, man. Fix it up. Get the puncture repair kit out. Give me a new fucking lung. Or get me Mickey and screw it on the right way around. Or get me walking again. Or get me... I'm going to work. And they say, you can't. You're going to have this. You're going to put yourself in danger. Blah, 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 blah. Right? You go to work. And they go to work regardless of how sick they are. And if everyone gets sick around them, it's because they they still have to go in and pay the fucking bills. Yeah. And then they're civil servants. Oh, God. Right? Right? And I'm not having a go. This is one of the jobs I want. I'm hashtag just saying. That they go into the doctor. Yeah. And the doctor says, "Uh, I I think you're all right. I'll give you sick though for a day. And they go, could you not make it a week? I can get covered. Like, no no one's going to miss you. I got paid. I can get covered. Like, I can get covered for a week or 10 days, even if you can give me the. (laughs) And they're like, no, no, there's nothing wrong with you. Uh, But uh, it's 50 quid to come to the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, get out of there. It's like, oh. (laughs) That's like. It really depends. It's your it's your different environment. It's a different it environment. It's true. It's, it's and I'm sure there's loads of civil servants going to work regardless. But I, like, if you want, if there, there's definitely not the same as work for you. I don't know. Look, <coughs> I always I used to always look at civil servants who got paid maternity leave and just be like, imagine like it's like when you were working. It's like imagine being on maternity leave and still having your wages come in rather than just like so you get paid yeah. um, maternity benefit. Which is fuck all. I can't even remember what it is, but it's fuck all. You get it from the social, is it? Yeah, you get it from the yeah. Well, I don't qualify for it anymore because I've been self-employed for, when I say self-employed. Oh, yeah, you're not allowed anything. No, so you get, I don't get... No, I you're not allowed job anything. job seekers. I don't get anything, basically. No, you're on your own. I am. I'm my own. Um, but I remember, because like like my cousins and stuff, whatever, I was like, and do you get paid your wages? Like, all of your wages? And they're like, yeah. And I went, for all... So you're just... You're you're not in work. Yeah. And you're still getting paid that two and a half grand or whatever it is, three grand, four, whatever they're on. You're still getting paid that. Yeah. Every month. And they're oh, like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's fucking magical. Like, of course they don't and then they get told like things like they're allowed to take parental leave and then you get extra days for being a parent and you get time you know paid and days and you get to stretch without and then, getting paid for it at yeah, the end and yeah. then if like you know i know somebody now in fairness who was unwell it's good system he was unwell and needed to take a bit of time off um had a, had a couple of issues so was off now was it is warm it was he like got a little bit of help and was gone for like a month or two but then for the other <clears throat> 7 months was just on Paid leave. Yeah. Just on paid leave. Like, grand, no. Not a bother. It was, it was almost like a running joke of how well this person was. And they really, even, yeah. they were just like, oh, yeah, what I get paid. The They're doctor just going to the doctor. Enough. Yeah, not a bother. Doctor <laughs> just ski. Because it's like, how do you know whether someone is mentally well or not? Like, do you know what I mean? You can't you go into the doctor. Yeah, you have, they still. have to tell you. They have to tell you. So they, they, they were you. off. But it, it is that thing that you go, but I hate the people <laughs> who come into work. Oh, man. You come into work and they're like, oh. Oh yeah, no, I'm okay. I'll Come be here. Up. Come here. 
and piss off and go you know, home. And in a radio station, it used to piss me off more when people come in and they're smothering and they're like, oh, I just have to oh, come when in. when they're really sick, you mean? And like, when they are actually oh, sick. And they come in and go, and breathe on stuff. Sorry, it's like, I'm oh, fucking them. take us all down. Because those microphones in that radio station I know, yeah. used to all be maggoty, I'm smelling of smoke and all. I always turn up regardless. Yeah, I no, can't I help it. But it's I the people get, who aren't sick. I'd rather get sent home. You know what I mean? I'd rather someone send me home. And then I get, and you get all that shit. And then you get, you know what no, I my head don't in? mind someone it's saying. Get, someone going, <coughs> don't you come in here now, making me sick and everyone else with you. And you're going, she you put a sick day if you had a wet fart. <laughs> but that's you the, fu- you know but I mean? I'm talking about the people who like, who then, who aren't sick, who come in and go, who sit there. You know, because myself and Joe talked about this the other day, but you know when someone, when you work in a place when someone's teeing up being sick? Oh yeah, you can say, oh, these are the fuckers. I know. I know. You see, they just drop this. It's like they're like, I don't know. They're like, oh god, is it really hot in here? You, yeah, are you oh. feeling all right? Scratchy. Uh, did you, you get, hear that? Scratchy. Uh, yeah. Oh, jeez, I think. See that me hand shaking a little. Monday, bit. you don't see them. You, know, you fucking yeah. wanker. We're just cranky. And these are the same bags. people though that you cut you on the Monday. Instead of just being sick, they feel like they have to convince you that they're sick. Right? Oh, it's the coronavirus. So yeah, yeah. So you look at their Facebook page. <laughs> Can't believe how sick I am. Yeah. Oh my God, I've never felt anything like it. It feels like I've shoved broken glass in my hole and thunder has arrived in my chest. You know, this really I'm descriptive. I'm like, how do you have you're time like, if you're that sick? You're not sick yet. Like, you're fucking you're posting this sick, wank on Facebook. You can't, like, if you can't, like, you know. And then making the sense that there's so much worse, you know. Someone else had comment on their page then. Oh, had that virus, Come here. it's awful. I was sick last week, get well soon. You didn't have what this is. Oh, this is unbelievable. Like an the, awful dose. This is uh, yeah. This is uh, worse. This is worse than the corona. It's the fucking giraffe flu. <laughs> the Heineken. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, the Heineken brew virus. <laughs> it's unbelievable. No, oh my people god. People like that bug me. They really yeah. do. The, we all come... know a few. We all know oh, a few. Yeah. Look, and like it's so. Fu- I was thinking about something the other day that like that I rang and I like I still wish that I had been honest. I rang in sick. I wasn't sick. I'd been on the piss, <laughs> and I was hung over. <laughs> yeah. And I still wish that I had just gone. I am not because I remember getting into trouble because our boss knew I wasn't sick. And I came in and he gave me loads of shit. And I wish I had have actually just gone. Yeah, I was really fucking. I didn't get home till three yeah, o'clock. I, I was locked. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that thing. Like, in fairness, Ireland is one of the only countries you can ring in and say, "Look, I'm. Oh, you can't come in. I'm locked." And your oh, boss you know will go, when, "Look, I hardly made it in myself this morning. I'm yeah, fucked myself." People go, <laughs> "My." It's and it's a men thing because they'll go. You know, like a woman can ring in and just go, "Look, I have a stomach bug," or "I'm not well." Like they don't go into full details. Whereas. People who've written, and I might, and it's, it's maybe because my husband works in a garage, and like maybe the boys are just a bit different, but there's always a full description. Do you know, like yeah. it's like, oh, like I'll, you know, he'd be like, oh, you can't come in. Oh, no, both eyes and off. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't. Lads. Want, yeah, like, do you know, yeah. I, why do boys need to give you the full description? I don't know. It's all most... of those things. Whereas we'll just go, bit of a tummy, but like, you don't need to know. Like, what goes on in a closed, behind a closed door of a toilet? I don't, I don't know. need to I know. I know what you're saying. I've made, I've made some mine, right? And, uh, Here's how he described it, right? So his dad ended up in hospital. Okay. Right? He hurt his back right. over Christmas. Okay. So he's like, okay. what happened? And he goes, jeez, it was unbelievable, right? He, he he lives abroad. Okay. So him and his kid, and his kid got sick on the, uh, coming over oh, on the plane. Jesus. His kid was sick. Right. Diarrhea and all, all that oh, shit, right? fuck. And then he got it, and his missus got it, right? Right. Stomach bug. And he was there the going, it was the there. most vicious thing, he goes, right? <laughs> there was shit flying out of me hall. He says, shit. Flying out of me hole, right? 
which is one of the most amazing descriptions of sickness I've ever heard. Like, like as if it was sprouting wings and you know, like bats coming out, right? There was Incredible. shit flying out of my hole. <laughs> right. And I was getting sick, right? All over the place, right? And you know that sort of sick where you, you, I'd say I got three or four metres okay, out of it, right? this might be getting a bit too descriptive. So then he goes, and then my dad got it. Oh, right? And his dad got this thing, Poor right? back can't move. No, he wasn't, his back wasn't sore at this point. This is how he hurt his back. <laughs> right? So his dad gets it, right? So his dad gets the virus. And again, he goes into the, he goes into the term. He goes, now, look, I told you, right? Now my dad <laughs> is in the gaff. Shit flying out of his hole. Right? It's flying out of his hole. <laughs> uh, shit fly. Can't, he can't emphasise the flying out of the hole more. Then he's doing it. And the then sheer he goes, velocity and of he's it. Get, then he feels like he needs to get sick, right? Oh, but there was so much shit flying out of his hole and he felt so sick that he stood up oh, no. and got lightheaded and fell over and smashed his back off the bat. Right? So the man is now damaged with his back with shit flying out of his hole. <laughs> and, and he's got vomit on his chest oh, and he goes off he, he did he, fo- he properly wrecked his back he broke his back right so now he broke his back but I'm saying f- fractures in you know oh, God. the back and all no spinal damage nothing like that right, but he's walking walk. around with a proper like brace and all on his neck and his son is walking around telling them you want to see him shit Flying out of his hole. This is like this is the story because he needs to. He thinks it's important. Everybody knows the detail. He wouldn't just say, oh, "Meow lad fell over in the uh, Jackson Hurtis back." Got a bit lightheaded. He got lightheaded. Yeah, doesn't he even st- need to be. He the stood t- up it Doesn't even quick. need to be in the toilet. It's no, like, he stood up too quick and he fell fall. over and yeah. he hurt himself. Yeah. No, it has to uh, the full thing and and the poor old lad's walking around now. Everybody a, knows and everyone's going. Geez, what happened, Miss? I won't say his name. What happened? Is and they're, and they're all like, "Well, according to what I heard." There was shit flying out of his hole. <laughs> it's a desperate thing. It's a desperate thing. Oh, it's like you hear these things. People let these. These are the stories everybody. I don't know what it is. You're right. I think it's a lad. It's definitely is it a, a, a lad's thing. Is it an Irish it. thing? Is it a lad's thing? Is it like. Like that we. It, and it's. I like. For I men who can't. Who can, exa- that's exactly what I was going to say. For men who cannot articulate and verbalise what they need to say, then become wordsmiths of the language. Like when oh, they're explaining right. how poo was coming out of their bum. Oh, you're like, right. it, they become Honestly, literally like I know lads couldn't string a sentence yeah. together, right? Yeah. They've, and they've enthusiasm for next to nothing in their lives, <laughs> right? Like genuinely, lads who bet on football, right? They go nothing. to bookies and then they will sit in a pub. They're these fuckers that I can never figure out. Right, okay. Because they don't, Work very hard. They always have a few quid. Right, okay. these lads. Yeah, and I know these lads, and I, they're they're harmless, and they mean they do no harm to anyone. They're doing just enough they're to just get exist fair in play. And they're into it. They're they they're hang happy. around. They're like they're now they're. Let's be honest, right? They look twenty years older than they should, right? You know when you look at a lad and yeah. you say, "What the? Who's that?" And they tell you, and you go, "What? Who's in school with him? <laughs> what happened, that man?" You know what I mean? They look at like, you know. Life has its spoils, yeah. And you chat to them, and they don't, not a lot. How's What's it going? going? How's it going? Yeah. Grand, yeah. You? What? Yeah. What are you up to these days? Yeah. The usual. You're not doing that anymore. I'm on the fucking radio, man. Uh, you know so all this. You don't so, bring your dirt talking you know, here. There's a dirty usual, woman then, in here. Like that? Have you seen? Uh, have you? Where's fucking Ian? I haven't seen him in ages. Oh my god! Well, I tell you, did you not hear about Ian? And you get this unbelievable story about. So right. He's in the jacks. I wanted a picture of the scene. Shit. 
flying over his <laughs> hole. And they go, <laughs> they go in to these incredible detail. And it's a great story. And then there's like, it'd be really funny and with you. And the lions come in. There's extra characters added into the whole situation. And then all of a sudden you're going, right, this is no longer believable anymore. But it's still an, an amazing story. And yeah, that, they're all on yeah, the journey together. It comes alive. Yeah, people can come alive. A good story, I will say. That's Ireland, though. A great story. To, like, we are. a great place to tell a story. And we, we doesn't like it. Doesn't matter. Even when you, we all know someone, like you know, people who grew up with, be like, would tell tall tales, like you. But oh, yeah. but even when you know, the, but sometimes as you grow, you grow older, you tolerate them more just for the madness of their stories because they're so funny. Yeah, like do you know, like you know, when you're when you be growing up, people like you're an absolute waffler, or they're a waffler because they just tell mad stuff. But then when you're older and you're in a pub scenario and you're all out, and then they come in and go, "Come here, wait, I tell you that you give them the time of day because you know the bullshit that's going to yeah, come out yeah. is worth listening to. Oh yeah, it's just it's a, you're just going to go it's off. Fine on line it. though, right? It's not because sometimes real. you find a fellow who thinks he's very interesting, and oh, they're the yeah, people no, you need to avoid. Those, yeah, no, not those ones. Just the oh my! A friend of mine's uncle. You know, I've, he used to torture me with his shit. Oh, not racist. All he used, no, oh, not even that. It was worse. Oh At least with racism, you can sit there hating someone with with a, like with justifiably. Yeah. Yeah. But this is like so. He used to watch nature programs and drink cider. Right, this was his thing. Right. Okay. So every time you walked in, he'd seen some new nature program and he was drunk. Oh, good. And then you get sugary drunk too because they still have the energy that they don't crap. fall asleep. Oh, he was watching the. So This is something he actually said to me right? Okay. This could be an animal fight. And there was a lion Fighting A crocodile Or an alligator Right <laughs> okay. Who won the fight I don't know I'm not going to tell you This is it I'm not going to tell you right. I'm going to tell you Right I'm going to give you the weight oh of God, them I know him <laughs> Right I'll tell you which one was bigger Which will surprise you Right <laughs> And I'll tell you The scenario And who snuck up Right but you'll have to watch the end of it because I'm telling you, you won't know what happened. And then does he do the tap on the nose? Oh my God, it was just exhausting. It was fucking exhausting. But you that's what you just delivered Bruce there. That took 10 minutes. Song. I know. <laughs> do you know who wrote Bruce Springsteen's riff in the song on the album, track number three? No. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you. But I'm going to let you guess. Fuck off! Now I'm engaged in a guessing game. I don't even know. So you're know. never going to win or get it's the like, answer to. Fuck me, yeah. So, he exists, that man exists, I think, in most pubs in Ireland. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's, like, oh my God, what's yeah. wrong with your arm? Sorry, you having a stroke? I'm spotting it. Oh, that's okay. I'm, I'm you were holding it. your arm there and I was a bit like, don't No, I won't die, I promise you. Um, I have a headline for you. Good. Which kind of goes, what was, you can't remember what your headline actually was at the end there, can you? No, 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 I can't. No, okay, well, I, our head, my I'm headline of the week, <clears throat> the New York Post it comes from. Yeah. Doctors beg men not to masturbate with banana peels. Ah, uh, what's going on? <laughs> Who's doing that? <laughs> and why does it have to get to the stage that men have to be begged <laughs> to stop doing it? It's the New York Who's... Post. Because I was like, that just What's can't. the story behind that? Is that actually a thing? Now, this is yeah. some of these Instagram fucking things. No. Like you were saying with the lads dipping their balls into soy sauce to see if they can taste it. Is this the new one now? Apparently, yeah. Um, I'm trying uh... to find this full story because I just screenshotted it, read it. Um, but apparently whatever is on the inside, um, whatever's on the inside of the... Banana skin that they're, I think, because it's, yeah. What's in, or it's in the inside of it? It's banana. not a good idea. It's bits of banana. Men are, so, men are masturbating with banana, banana peels again. Um, it's. <laughs> 
A generation that got behind the condom snorting challenge now seemingly has rediscovered a new potentially harmful way to masturbate banana peels. The New York Post recently what? dredged up an amusing uh, post, but near-death experience with a banana peel to rub one out. Oh, he's t- is that is that an expression for having a wank? Rub one out. Rub one out, yeah. Okay. Oh, like having a wank and getting drunk, you know, there's just an unbelievable euphemism. Euphemism. Euphemis- oh my god, what's that word? I've had too much coffee today. Euphemisms, isn't yeah. it? Um. So basically, the banana peel still has its remnants and it's stuck to the side. Oh my god, this is really quite graphic. So I don't know. Go on, yeah. No, it's like this is like no, it's I can't read it. It's far too graphic. The what banana peel still had graphic. its remnants stuck to the sides. And so this is the person had uh, said to the doctor the meat stick was liquefying it. What? So, as in meat? Yeah, despite the fact that there was now black goop running down my ball ties. It was oh out. It's, but my anyway, God. Uh, seemingly an empty banana, it was able to produce liquid, right? So the inside. An empty banana? Yeah, so the, like, but anyway, the black stuff from whatever it is, um, he, yeah, like it's it's basically it causes all sorts you're not supposed to do it but they were like kind of going you could slip and fall which was kind of the gag from from the New York Post going you can slip on a banana skin but apparently yeah. it's a thing that men are doing and they're saying not to do it Jesus absolute Christ of course you shouldn't be sticking your mickey in a banana you shouldn't be sticking your mickey in anything well not anything but like you know but Gee, I, I don't know like, I know a doctor though who like like people come in with all sorts like stuck up their bum and stuff who? And they go, oh, I, fe- I fell. Like, I go, so we know a doctor. Oh, yeah. And a doctor would go, he'd like, he would tell us stories of like people coming in and they'd have a toilet yeah, brush up their hole. Yeah, and he'd be like, I fell off the toilet. And they have to stand there and be like, Isn't the world a mad place? Like, people. Like, are- he can give a full description of how his shit's come out, but yeah, then goes, oh, I fell off the toilet and a toilet brush went up my hole. Is this, uh, what I understand, what I like, I just, I, is it boredom? Is it just boredom that gets people to do these things? Again, I don't want to give it this men versus women thing, but I can't. Well, I, obviously, I know that there's different stimulation for men and women, but I just can't imagine a woman sitting in the toilet and looking at a toilet brush going, do you know where I might stick that? Yeah. I see. And we have two options available to us. Oh, gee. Well, I don't know what I was going to say. I was like, there was loads in the papers that I was going to bring up, but I don't have any idea. There was a man in the States that just, he registered beer as an emotional support animal, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, he did, as an animal, an emotional support animal. Then there was Trump in uh, the schools and he's trying to register or officially make pasta a vegetable so he can say that he's giving kids more vegetables oh God, to see hilarious. that. hilarious, I love that. There's loads, of, like the world's just a very mad place at the minute. I want to ask you this on a completely separate note, right? So, um, I, ha- I have decided that, so you know the way like that with films, that films are coming out or stuff on Netflix or whatever and like loads of people are talking about Little Women because I read the book yeah, in school. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. That's exactly that's exactly what the reaction is. Everybody supposed to be brilliant. Everybody, did you read the book? Uh, no, I don't. Right. It's no. a fucking miserable tale, right? Ah, stop. So that. no, yeah, but, everybody loves it. No, they don't because it's miserable. And like everybody I saw who came out of little women who put stuff on their inches, like, oh, I've just been through an absolute emotional. So here's my deal with life that I've decided for 2020. I can't be dealing with that shit. I don't want to have be scared. I don't want to be absolutely emotionally distraught You're coming out of a this cinema. Is old and cranky. Yeah, shit now. I know. This is what this so is. I just stick to things that make me happy. I got fully emotionally invested into Cheer. Right? Did you watch Cheer? On Netflix, oh, I watched two of them, and I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get past it. Let me talk you through it. So, with cheer, it's cheerleaders, and everything I wanted to be when I was growing up. Now, there was two massive problems with that. Right, number one, I was, I believe the term was bet down. So you have to be good looking to be on a cheer squad. So the bigger problem there was that I went to a community college in South Dublin, 
there's no such thing as cheerleading. I was just about to say, yeah. My brothers told me that they had cheerleading in my school, right? And I, because I watched Sweet Valley High, believed that it was actually possible as a child. And then obviously reality came trumbling in when I realised they barely had a fucking running team. Never mind. Yeah, it's all camogie over They had camogie. They actually, they, hockey was the first year they had hockey was when I went there. Um, so they weren't, so I was like, right, Grant. And then obviously all of the cheerleaders are, were, you know, Americans, we've had a high, we're all babes. And uh, I wouldn't have qualified in school. I just got on with my business, did whatever. Please. And was everybody's friend. <laughs> Oh my do you God, want to get off with of me? No, I'll be your friend. No, but that was, but when you were growing up, did you, like, so my, my best pal, who's still my best pal, growing up, like, was like, had boobs and like, had a deadly body and everyone fancied her, right? And then the girl I sat beside um, in school was like, that was like, blonde and she was a fucking ride right and I so I hung around with her during the day in school and then my best pal we walked home from school together everybody wants to get off with my best pal now I think and she'll listen to this I think part of it was that they wanted to have a shot of her because she had massive boobs but she was gorgeous as well um, but then, and then so I was always the pal tall lanky front and back both the same so not much to you know because young boys are just interested in basically trying to get their hands up your top or down your pants depending on how old they get teenage boys are demented yeah, yeah they're just mad for trying they're to demented. touch you right so um, or rub off you and but I didn't fall into so I just wasn't particularly so I got to a point like I used to ask people I was like do you want to get off of me and they were like no I'm like or I'd fancy someone who I thought I might have a chance like I gave boys who never would have been fancied in school I gave them a chance <laughs> and even they didn't want to get off of me they were like uh, no I'm okay ah they Just- were scared you put them under pressure they're not used I to I was bet down they literally like honestly I swear to god I, mem- I can remember there was this boy right in our school and he like he I think I was in like second year or first year he was a year older than me he was in Neve's year but he was go- like he was fucking gorgeous like he like what was I even thinking like I didn't stand a chance right and we saw him at the shops and I was just a bit wild like it was I just kind of didn't give a shit I could have oh god knows but anyway I saw him at the shop and I went walked over and I was like uh, do you want to get off of me and he hid tried to hide behind his ice pop what? Tried to hide behind an eye. scared. He just was scared. He just went like that and he went, no. And then he started going out with another girl. He was gorgeous, Deirdre. Like, obviously, he was going to go out with her. She was an absolute ride. It made sense. Um, and then, so then I, at that point, at the, you know, the tender age of 14, I figured out, like, you need to find your, find your lane. Right. Yeah. So Where I then went. Story I have no idea how we got here. So then I kind of would go for blokes that like weren't the really good looking boys, but like the boys on their peripherals, to, like of their groups that were kind of, you know, a bit of crack, but they weren't, they weren't the gorgeous boys in school. Do you get me? You're saying you dropped your standards is what you're saying. Well, I had to try and find someone on par. <laughs> oh, this is. Uh, yeah. So then I then like, I think I fancy three boys that I never fancied them. But I just thought it would be easier to like them because obviously I needed to maybe move down a couple of tiers to get to where I needed to be, even at that. Didn't work. Absolutely didn't work. Like. This is not a true story. I swear to God. I were you swear. just so full on that you were freaking the lads out? No, I just, I wasn't. Because like it's a different, it was a different time. It's not no. like it is now where people like, you know, they're so exposed to everything on the internet and no. all that. And like, you know, you have 12 year olds who have seen shit that most no. 25 year olds didn't even know existed. When... I swear to God, I was tall. I was lanky. Like, I had glasses and a bob. Like, I just wasn't aesthetically pleasing. Like, for a teenage boy, <laughs> there was nothing, you know what I mean? 
So, and there was only, there was, like, you know, there's always a couple of girls in your school. Did you go to a mixed school? No, no I did okay. no, So there's always a couple of girls that are like the gorgeous girls that everybody always fancied. And then there was like kind of the next tier down. Then there was the next tier down. And then there was, I, was, I wasn't on the lowest tier, but I was probably like one up from that, maybe two. But like, I wasn't depressed or sad or anything. I just got on and sent people Valentine's cards and was probably a little bit psycho. But like, the, yeah. But it, like, but that seems like I couldn't have been in cheer because I wouldn't have been popular. Enough. That's why you just managed to you. So you were watching cheer then and just that. reflecting on a on a childhood. Yeah, giving yourself I, shit. Yeah. Only you could watch a Netflix show and then come out of it with a whole history of why you, <laughs> you wouldn't have made the fucking thing rather but than just true. sitting there and just looking at it and going, ah, yeah, that's mad over there and all. You were I like, know, but I like I really genuinely wanted to be a cheerleader. Now, obviously, I probably didn't have the gymnastic skills that those incredible athletes because the athleticism is unbelievable but I like but you know when you, you reflect back and you go like like I looked at shit that I did in school and I was like you were absolutely bats like I just didn't really ca- I kind of didn't really care but also so, yeah, well, I think the best even, way to be. I think even at that age you want you like you're not cool do you know what I mean so you kind of everybody was getting off with someone so I just wanted in on the game so I didn't really have I didn't really have a marker where I should have been you know what I mean like where like whereas now girls I'd be like fuck off I'm not being with him where I would have just been like ah I'll score him you know your fella Joey is going to listen to this and go uh, what a oh no I was settled for uh, no I was like by the time I met Joey <laughs> by the time I met Joey I had a whole different fucking take on life I was like I sure I met Joey and like literally <laughs> Joey's, like, <laughs> Joey's like when I started dating Joey he he had we were te- nearly can't understand language of text and he called me his dilemma twice on it over a text message his and we, dilemma he kept going oh, I don't know he, was kind of, he kept going oh, I was a bit of a dilemma a, a bit of a dilemma or something right, right. So this is exactly where I was then so I went I was at home and I went to fuck this shit so I rang him and went, we'd been on one date. Sorry, we'd, yeah, we'd been on one date. We'd scored each other, been on a date. So this is like two weeks into seeing each other. Yeah. And he kept, he used the word dilemma twice. I can't remember the context. I wish I had kept the messages. And I went, fuck this. So I went out. I was spoke to the time. So I lit a cigarette and I rang him. And I was like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, oh, hey, uh, you all right? And I'm Jan Grand. Listen, come here, we're just going to leave this here. And he went, what? And you I was like, yeah, I said, we'll just leave it now. And he was like, right. And I was like, I just don't want to be in anybody's dilemma. And it's not like I want to fucking marry you, Joey. Like it was just a date. So come here. Oh, you duped I was there. like, best. Oh no. <laughs> Four years later, the poor bastard is down at the top of the aisle going, this is not what I signed you know, up for. This is that I dilemma I was wanted, talking about. I just wanted to fucking score. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was just like, no, I'm grand, I'm done. And he was like, all right, fine, fair enough. And then he rang me back an hour later and was like, do you want to go for a drink? And I went, right, would you want to just cool your jets there, Shirley Temple? Relax, like. Oh, you did that thing that all lads do where you just start freaking out you're falling into a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I understand that as well. Yeah, I do, because pro- here's the problem. Well, I double bluffed him, didn't I? He married me and I had him, had, I was knocked up a year later. No leaving me then. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> good for you. I'm glad that you did. It's just that, but it's not thing with your relationships. Here's the problem with relationships, right? Go on. They're very easy to get into and a fucker to get out of. They are. And then people go, what are you so afraid of? And you're like, well, I'm afraid of, of everything. And you can't say, well, what if this ends up being something I'm not into? Because someone goes, oh, you're very fond of yourself, aren't you? You know what I mean? I'm, but I'm, it is. I'm asking you for a fucking sausage roll, you dickhead. It's like, what's the but, worst that can happen? Well, I'm stuck with them for four years. Well, we end up, yeah, or we end up like you know, even worse, living happily ever after. Okay, well that's not the. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the bad outcome. No, but you know what I mean. I'm just saying that's why people. I think that's why lads freak out. Lads naturally have a tendency to run like fuck when things yeah, get serious. Really anyway, to run, so yeah. you really have to like. It's like lads have two gears. I think, don't they? I'm all in. Or I'm all out. 
Yeah, and, and you like see when charge and chase yeah. like fuck after you, and they're the and ones you run bang. away from. It's gone, right? It's like the gears have changed. I don't, I don't know. Nobody knows what happened. It's just a, for some reason yeah. disappeared off the face of the earth. What's that? Is that I called the equilibrium? No, when I, everything. No, when everything is like balance is that equal yeah, equi- yeah so I think, yeah. I think joey was the first time i ever found equilibrium in it really yeah probably and equilibrium in relationships so it's gone from being like a kid and all of that and then something shifted as i got older i don't know could have been the cosmetic surgery and then <laughs> um then like things kind of moved and then i did i stopped running and i kind of didn't really have an interest and then when i got with Joey I'd been single for a year and a half and I did not like I remember going on dates with people and just sitting and going how long do I have to endure this bullshit before oh. I can go and like oh just God, yeah. I, yeah, I remember I went on a date with a guy and I had told him I worked in Ryanair and he went to me do you come with a mattress on your back and oh, I went Jesus Christ sorry what and he's like you're like a prostitute on wheels and I just went okay listen come here that, I'm going to have to go now what a I'll fucking to... mental case but like he thought he was really funny in like yeah. you know real South Dublin like privilege God I could never bring you home to my mom like if you're a trolley dolly and I was like actually my brothers would think you're an absolute sap pal oh, yeah. so you know I could bring him home to my mom because my brothers would kick her head yeah exactly it works both ways you know and then people That's who go unbelievable isn't it yeah then someone was like oh you're he was like god you're like you're real rough like where are you from and I was like you yeah from Tempelogue I'm on Tempelogue you fucking arsehole like, he's just like no, I'm not rough you're just soft I'm going to leave now. Holy but like, shit. But you know, like, I think Joey... did you walk out? Yeah, and that's, yeah I you left. Did. I, like, I've left dates. There was only gone. one date I ever left. I think I told you the story though, didn't no. I? No. Oh, there was only one date I ever left. It right. was the dawning of MySpace when MySpace was a thing. Do you remember that? MySpace? Yeah. Remember MySpace? But <laughs> you put your music up. You remember not remember MySpace? <laughs> no, I remember MySpace. It was like the original social network at yeah. the, of the time, right? Oh so my God, my, I loved MySpace. So MySpace was a thing, right? Yeah. And MySpace was the first time you were, I would have ever, I wasn't any of those chat room shit or anything no, in the early yeah, days of the internet. Yeah. I wasn't really even on MySpace. Bebo yeah. was my... So the early 2000s, yeah. MySpace arrived. Yeah. And it was this fucking thing right yeah. there's a spot like music sharing but everybody ends up chatting and it became yeah. like a proper social network for a little while okay so I get chatting with this uh, this young one right and we're getting on and she seems sound right and I'm like this is good crack right and then she says do you want to meet up and I says yeah well where are you where do you live and she lived not too far away right <laughs> so we went around the corner to the pub net like net like then and there? No, no, no. Like the next day. Oh, right, right, okay. Like the next like, day. I was like, if she's that readily available, like, it's not like straight away. Woo, woo. Yeah, no, I was like, I'm doing a gig and I, I, I'm... <laughs> so I'm did she, was, were you... Sorry, just to put it into context, I have a lot of questions about this because I always like to know that. But like, were you telefamous now or were oh, you yeah, no, just it was starting the, it, it, No, gig? Naked Camera was just after being... Oh, no, hold on. It might have... No, yeah, Naked Camera had been on. Okay. But it wasn't you in were, any like, way were well you, known. Were you... Yeah, Jake but it, yeah, but it wouldn't have been well known. Or, okay, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't okay. have been well known. It was just starting to it was be just kind a couple of, of episodes yeah. at the start. Whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I go, I meet her in the pub. Right. Now it's a fucking, it's bomb at house. Like we're sitting ham carving, all right, because uh, that's what I think is a good idea for a day. Right. Okay. Soft food. I like soft food. You know I have nothing wrong with a carvery. I know, so, but yeah. people can judge. Suzanne, right, okay. people can judge. <laughs> I don't know you mentioned going for a carvery on a first date and some people lose their fucking was minds it like it's a weird afternoon? thing. Yeah, it was early, yeah. It was early, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I suppose that, well, I right. suppose it was, so went along. Sunday afternoon it was plenty with of old people. And dodgers, yeah. Yeah, but it was lovely, yeah. Hey, it's all soft so they don't choke. <laughs> no. Right, and we're sitting down. You know down. I love a carvery. Yeah, so I'm sitting down, I have my, I, I went, you know, my four types of potato and whatever it is, right? Mashed potato, roast, roast potato, potato, croquettes. And, yeah, croquettes and whatever else they okay, give you. You get yeah. chips probably knowing yeah, me. Yeah. So I'm sitting down with all, <laughs> all of that. All the yellows. And then I'm chatting to her. Just literally getting into it. 
like we're it's early doors, right? Right. Chat about my space. And then so we're gonna talk about actual life. What? So I okay. said, how did you get here? Did you drive or whatever? Because I was su- maybe gonna suggest we'd have a drink. Right? Because right. okay. I only walk around the corner. Of course, then and you have your water with your car free because what else would you get? Yeah, with yeah, point yeah, yeah. And course, she goes, yeah. Oh no, I don't drive. I had a bad experience. Did I never tell you this? <laughs> Did I not? And I was like, Oh, I'm what? actually shit. You were in a crash or something, were you? And she goes, Yeah, I was. I said, Oh, right. Uh, but you're all right now, like, or it wasn't too bad, was it? And she goes, Oh, no, it was bad, all right. I died. Okay. Right? Okay. And I, I, I was like, Oh, I. You, you, I thought you said for you died, like you like to put like, and she goes, "Oh, I did, yeah, I died." She goes, and she goes, "Most people when they get reincarnated, right?" Christ. She goes, "It's from thousands of years ago, so the soul has a long time to recover." God, she's a pirate. Yeah, but my car crash was only in the early eighties, so <laughs> I'm not exactly feeling. You know, I haven't quite gotten over the trauma, so I don't get into cars. Okay. Right, and I was like, "Fucking Jesus!" And a sudden drops. I was, I'm with a lunatic, and I'm like, I'm, and I'm halfway through a fucking breast of turkey, like. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do. I haven't got a half portion here. So I didn't know what to do. Portion. Yeah, I was there. Shit, man. What I'm did after, she get? I'm after paying like eight fucking euros or whatever, Pet right? Punts. And anyway, I was did. I did the worst thing you could do. I says, "I'm going to the jacks," and I legged, legged it. it. I legged it. I, did. I ran away. I ran away like a coward. I ran away. She probably had to ring her ma or dad to come and collect her. Well, she can't get into a car. <laughs> she can't get into a car. So she I can't back. run after you, I would so say. So I went back and there was a message then on my MySpace going, I'm very hurt that you didn't. And I was like, yeah, well, might take a few lifetimes to get over it. But I'm sure you'll be all right. I didn't answer that at all. I was just like, wow. Good luck. I did. Block. I don't think there was even a block back then, was there? I was just unfollowing hope for the best. I never was on MySpace. I yeah, was, I used to love MySpace. Was, of course oh it was. God. You were creeping on dead people. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't mean to be. But I used to love MySpace. Oh, my God. I was mean, so though, have you never come across her again? Because she had to never live near again. you. Never Or maybe she just couldn't again. leave the house. I moved out very... I was living in... Oh, uh, somewhere else. You weren't right living at home. Beaumont Hospital at the time. So oh, I never okay. actually saw her again. Okay. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you. One of the reasons I moved out was I never felt comfortable in the Chinese <laughs> in the corner after. Because I was she there. Because I knew that we were into the same Chinese. So I was like, I'm not comfortable in Oh, it. you said, you were like, oh, I love that Chinese. Yeah, there, I love that place. Oh, yeah, same here. Yeah, go in a bit. I was there, never comfortable again. So I started going to the Indian the other way, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same crack at all. Yeah, but you got it. But you there's got loads it, like... of mentors out there. That's why I'm so like as well. That's part of the reason why I'm kind of afraid of the whole. Because like I'm in my forties now, right? Right. I'm a middle aged man. You are. Best case scenario, we talked about it last week. I am halfway dead. Yeah. Best case scenario. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Unless something remarkable happens, well, I'm halfway dead. Yeah. We can live. So hope. and then I hear all these horror stories about date naps and everything. Right. I'm like I can't be dealing with it. Like, I'm what, too afraid of, of meeting nutters. I don't want to meet any more dead people when I go on dates. Or I'm pirates. <coughs> or dead people are pirates or whatever it is I'm like freaks me out so am I against the so I just don't do anything but it suddenly dawned on me right, right. I have no like I, uh, I'll never in my current sphere am I going to ever be going out or dating anyone for years but you don't but so I don't do anything but Stephanie Preisner is on the show next or is on our Dublin Meets next week yeah. right? so next week's episode is going to be myself PJ and, and Stephanie right and I don't want to give anything away but she talks about that she talks yeah. about that going out but do you this is now this is like a counselling session 
Yeah, yeah. I this fucking, is what... You should be paying me 20%. I'm organizing your well, shit today of where we need to be. I got no cut of that. I was a cut of nothing anyway. And now I'm, talk, I'm trying to counsel you through your love life. But do you want to, you don't want to, or do you want to be in a relationship? Oh, I don't probably know. I like, I don't know. But the, you know, the problem is I can't be in a relationship. Why? Because, you know, my, you know, I think the biggest turn off when someone is? Dead people. No, no, even worse than that. You know, the biggest turn off when someone is? But... If they like me back, you're out of here. I, 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 I don't trust anyone What do you mean If back. they like you back Like I oh, I found That's why I've, That's why I have a tendency Now to just leave Women alone right. I just want to leave Women alone Because I will be mad Into someone Right And I'll go after them Right And then they'll chase like them. me back And, then and I'll go Whoa Do you like the chase I can't do this No I don't even know If I do I'm not too comfortable With the chase either It's just You know It feels like You should do so. It feels like You should or something you right. should be going on dates, or you should be trying to meet people, and yeah. then I realise as soon as I've done it that it's a, it's not, the, I'm not very good at it. Right. You know what I mean? And oh. then they say something like, "Will I come to your gaff?" And you're like, "Whoa, <laughs> you're mad for what? For Bread what do you and want? cheese? What do you want? I'll drop it over to you. <laughs> Are you sick? <laughs> I'll drop it over to you. Yeah. The, the, so I'm a weirdo. I can't. I can't do it. I'm, I'm never I think you, to you probably just have to have fallen to into a relationship and not realised, like somehow have been slightly sedated for six or six months and then all of a sudden you wake up and you're in a relationship and that it all kind of happened and you were there. Yeah. Oh, that's Like probably. that's never going to happen. Like, but that no. kind of so would I be... I can't people the way I live my life anyway. No, that's like, true. I go to football matches. Yeah, like, but you can, I met my husband in the gar club. I know, but I go to Hill 16. So that, like, you know, I'm just standing next to lads eating chickens out of their pockets. <laughs> and then you know like literally like a lad will have a roast chicken in his pocket <coughs> that he's been sweating on for the last three hours you know and then you go to like, like balls matches and then well all my hobbies are just things where you know they're not I suppose if we're pulling somebody out of the sea like we had yeah and I can't do oh yeah that's gone now at the moment because obviously you're not over there and anyway yeah. Yeah, that's not exactly you know that's again it's really funny I knew, I, knew so, I knew someone who I thought like I have always said I think even before I really knew you I always or when I kind of started got to know you in the radio station I always meant oh this person this person would be a really good match I think that you and that person would have been a really yeah. good match because I don't know she likes dogs and tattoos and she's kind of a bit as nuts as you <laughs> but is very likes being on her own but likes the companionship the, I think that's your you're like you're like an you know a woman's way magazine article well, it's like we saying. live in separate houses yeah. we like do all those things that's but what I was wondering how does a marriage supposed to survive if you're living in the same house right. that's a terrible pressure to put on a relationship <laughs> right, okay. isn't it See, that's but, the housing crisis you know, right there that we need to deal with <laughs> married people being forced to live in the same house I like and it's living in the same house. I know, but that's like weird, that's like a weird religious thing. Yeah, it's, it's a like, cult. Ma- Stockholm syndrome. It is, yeah. Married but it's like the five. How are you supposed to survive a relationship if you're living with each other? Like, wouldn't it be so much better to like call your missus across the road and go, "How are you getting on?" Oh, I can see you through the window you. there. Yeah, are you happy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, give us a wave for fuck's sake. I'm going to bed. Yeah, <laughs> but that could work for you. But it's like the five, um, like the book Five Love Languages. Stephanie actually talks about a little dipped into it last week. It's like, what type of love language are you? Oh yeah, you I should. I don't know that. what yours. Yours will be a weird one, but because I think mine is um, affirm- words of affirmation and physical contact are mine. Like there are two. Like my main one is physical, so I like physical contact with people, which I think is weird. I think maybe just with Joey, because I generally with other people don't like anybody to touch me. But like oh, with Joey, normal, I like though. a hug. Yeah, no, normal. but like all Joey's family are like huggers. You know, when you meet them straight away, they hug you. Yeah, I met someone the other day. It was the first time I'd ever met them, and they hugged me, and I was like. 
Okay, that's weird. Why are you hugging me? But okay, hello. But they're just huggers. People are huggers. Yeah, they and are. then words of affirmation because I think that's just because I like Joey to go. I'm really proud of you, or you did well. But I only like it from him. No, I like from really anybody else. Again, that's normal. Like he's but that's the what I'm saying. But with. you need to figure out what your love language is. Yours is probably something from a distance. Every so often, a bit of contact. Distance again. Contact. Distance. Bit of chat. Distance and a carvery. Oh yeah, now you're talking my language. Yeah. See. Yeah, how about just distance? And carvery. And the car. <laughs> but people have yeah. to like send you messages. You have to get a little bit of attention. I've been there really. with you. People give you attention like. Yeah, well, no, yeah, but people are nice. That's because people are generally nice people though, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know about that. Ah, yeah, people are generally nice people. People are trying to do the right thing all the time, mostly. I mostly. went to Tommy Tiernan last night <clears throat> to the oh. recording of a show. <laughs> What's wrong? I just got a p- sent a picture of me remote control. The dog is after eating it. Look. Oh, God. Oh, it's in fucking bits. No fucking TV tonight now. I was only talking about <laughs> I it. I swear to God, I'm Look not at this, it's in pits. Look, it's torn I to pieces. I swear to God, I thought somebody had died by the look of your face. And it's oh, your remote. Can you not just buy that. another remote control? How do you do that? Where is it from? What? It's from the television. Are you going to send this from the television? PJ. Huh? What television is it for? What is it an UPC? Look at that. I don't know. Is it UPC? Toshiba. A Toshiba. Just it was just a telly. You'd be able to get another one. I can't believe she fucking did that. Is oh, that your mask off? Oh no, this is the, my, my TV which is now sitting in me, in my ex's house. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> oh, is that happening in your ex then? Does your ex go? It's like you know when your kids do something wrong because I'd be like, he's your son to Joey when Oshin carries on it. She, she's your daughter. Ah, yeah, do no. You do th- that? Will she go? That's your dog no, now. No, no, not at all. Thankfully, no, no. We get on too well for any of that shit. Uh, no, that's just the, the nightmare. So this why is- don't you get your ex to like give you an appraisal <laughs> of what you can and can, what is good and good and bad, and then you could go and bring that into the next relationship. Oh no. my god! What's on? Why would I do that to myself? No. Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? Actually, for the crack, I'm gonna ask her that question. What's, what's that? good and what's bad? And I'll tell you next okay, week. Okay, brilliant. Daddy, that is a ask fucking. Her. That's a huge test. I Mind had, you, it'll be very short on the good side. I had a say. meeting with someone last week who they said three times to you in the meeting, "We're just shooting the breeze here." As he quickfire around me questions, right? It was like an interview, and at the end, he gave me a full appraisal of what he thought of me. At the end of, of, of it was a meeting I had with somebody who works in telly and like were they supposed to give you an appraisal no the at the very end of the he kept referring to it as a breezy chat which was a quick fire round of questions that thankfully I was slightly prepared for because somebody had said to me he'll now fire questions at you so be prepared and at the end of it he gave me an, appra- an overall appraisal of what he thought of me how did you feel about that I just went if you can employ me, that would be great because I really like Is that a job. mad thing to do though, isn't it? I think it kind of seemed to be par for the course with them. I think it was like, because I came out and I was like, I don't know what, no, it was all good, which I was surprised at because like right. usually but the appraiser you get a good on about. Oh, so it was complimentary it stuff? It was not compliment. no, it was like an interview. He said that um, I was confident. So obviously I, I fucking pulled that off for 30 minutes and didn't self-deprecate. Um, and what did he say? That I was authentic what the fuck that means um, and yeah so there was a couple of other things but authentic and 
That's what you took from that's it. That's all I took from it. I kind of came out and I went, what's as authentic mean? So that's what you're doing on this podcast now. You're purging yourself. of You're, you're trying to get back into your usual routine of battering yourself over the head. Probably. And saying all these mad stuff about I'm being a weird be, teenager. No, I was a weird teenager. Like, that's not self-deprecating. No, that's is. factually that's correct. That's literally the definition of self-deprecating. PJ, I can't explain. To, like, that is not self-deprecation. It is factually I swear to God, right? So I met a boy when I was 16 and I went out with him for like a year and a half. And from like the time I was 16 until I probably, and he listened to the podcast and his friends listened to the podcast. And probably until the time that I was 26, we had this weird, like mad, like relationship. We were never with each other, but we fought all the time. We'd like constantly, and then he lived in a different country. Like he still lives away. And we had this mad relationship, but it was because he was the, fr- I had this big draw to him because he was the first boy who like had an interest in me. Like, you know, your first, like, like it was like a first innocent love. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. because all I, like you realise that like as a girl and you look, I look at young ones now and I'm just like, fuck, it's pox. Cause there's a, a lot of it. There's all you want is someone just to like it and fancy it a bit. And, until you get old enough and you get a bit self-assured and you go, I actually don't need really you. I'm kind of can all right by myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and when you're 16 and all, it's all consuming of just trying to score someone, someone fancying you, it, that's what makes you... I don't know what it's like now, but that's what it was like when I was 16. That was yeah. what was the... And I was fucking bet down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That is not self-deprecation. That is literally, it is literally, I I, so funny, I said to Joey the other day in the kitchen, I put on, um, oh my God, Gabrielle and E17 song. You know, if you ever, it's like a song, right? I I put, it came up on my shuffle and I put it on and I still remember buying it for £1.99 in Leeds in the UK because we used to always go back and forth to Leeds. I'm playing it in my cousin's room and I put it on the kitchen I said to Joey I can still remember the angst of that song like I can still remember being like you know just wanting someone to fucking love you and just oh someone God, to fancy yeah. it because I think maybe it's, maybe boys are just too busy trying to get a wank or trying no, to stick their fingers in someone no, or do they like no, do boys fancy do boys feel like that like I because I never oh yeah oh I mean? Jesus yeah especially if you yeah definitely Jesus Christ when I was a young fella they used to call me the Bermuda Triangle because they said if a face went into those spots once and never came out did you have really bad spots? <laughs> yeah, those are the used to say. Did you have really bad spots? Loads of really bad acne and all. Yeah, yeah. Joey had so, cystic acne and had like had to take Roaccutane and all. Like yeah. every picture of Joey as a teenager is just like Poland. I could just see his eyes. There you go. Yes, and they used to say that to me. Yeah, her face went in there and never came out. And like all this cu- ridiculous <laughs> curly hair that I was so paranoid about. Like, so I tried to grow my hair long once. Right. Because my hair was curly, I ended up growing a beard on oh the back God. of my head. I grew a beard Stop. on the back of my head. I had like Amazing. a Santa beard in the back of my head. It wouldn't go down. It just kept oh growing out and out and out and out. So I looked fucking ridiculous as Hilarious. a young kid. Like absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and then the paranoia kicks in. So then you just start going, I suppose you just become dysfunctional as a young fella then. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I always see that boys, I don't think that, that they were never that interested, like as in girls, where our, for girls, we just kind of followed where the boys, maybe it was just us, like, but we kind of just followed where the boys went. And like that, my best friend got with her now husband when she was 16. That's and, very young. Isn't yeah, it? and then my other pal got with her, like her husband when she was 16, 17. They're still together. Like, so we were in these weird dynamics of like our mates starting to they had no idea that they were going to be together forever and then I was just like I swear how they had the patience like just me just following them around <laughs> it's going, does any of your friends want to get off of me 
No. Okay. I bet you it was. I bet you it was more intense in your head. That's what teenagers you know think. What? Can't think outside of their own ears. They can't see. There's no, no I swear to God. This is like, so my best pal, the night my best pal and her husband got together, right? I was like one of the, like kind of one of the very, he, he chased her for ages, right? And we got together. But I still to this day, his best, so him and his best pal, his best pal was such a fucking ride. Oh my God. He was like, everyone fancied him. So we went to this disco and out of nowhere, his Rose best pal like was like showing me interest and I was like why is he even speaking to me anyway I scored him right and I was like but obviously it was to get Neve to row right that's all it was so he took a hit for he took a hit for row to kind because we were inseparable we were always together so to try probably for him to get in I never actually asked Neve if this was the case but I, I pretty much sure it probably was um, but anyway they got together and then obviously me and him like never, never went anywhere but even scoring him everyone was like oh my god I heard you scored him on Friday night I was like yeah I did bitch yeah yeah, did, yeah. take like, that I thought that we obviously were going to get married obviously it just worked out for even rope but you know but like the, you know but those things that you kind of go when you're growing up you're just like but boys always seem to go and play football and just no no you see here's what happens to boys right Boys get this bullshit, right. right? So boys are mad about wanting girls and there's always some girl that they get mad into and everything, right? Right. And it's you know, normally when you have your first sort of taste of freedom in your life, right? Yeah, so when you're hanging around the summer and stuff. Yeah, yeah. or you're at a gale talk or something like you that. You never you know? went there. Yeah, well, it's that sort of shit. You yeah. Maybe you're on a holiday or something. Right. You know, yeah. you're away or yeah. you're fucking doing, you know, you get your first taste of independence yeah. hanging around when you're done with parents all around you. And then you meet girls and be always one girl you're mad about. Right? Oh, yeah. And you start fucking realising you've all these things in common with her. Right. And you're like, this is amazing. And if you want to hang out with her and she wants to hang out with you. Yeah. And then you use your you know, you get so into each other and you're hanging away, you're, you're getting away from the group. Yeah. And then one day you turn around to her and you go, do you know something? I, I love you. Right. And she looks at you and she goes, I love you too. Right. As a friend. Oh, God. And you go, that's the end of that. I'm never fucking saying that again. I'm never fucking saying that again. Fuck the world. You fucking bastard of a planet has just ripped me fucking Mickey off and rammed up me own Jack's hole. Fuck the world. And you can't make sense of it. And you just go, right. Right! It's like I'm the episode fat. of The Simpsons when Lisa takes out yeah, it's Tim hard. Wiggum's heart. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, second he gets chilled. That's what happens. Choose you. That's what happens to lads. And from that moment on, you go, fuck it. Manchester United or Bowles or something that is never going to turn around and say it doesn't need me. That's it. From now on, that's where my passion goes. Oh, Everything else can go take a shit. And then you start thinking, like, no, I'm, not, I'm never falling for this bullshit again. Because we fell for it once. And you, fairness, you had the right to do it. But you ripped the fucking hearts out. And, See, uh, I, know, I never and, was like that. And that's the fucking way. That's the, that, the line is drawn in the sand. I don't think any of that. It's a real growing up moment, I think, for lads. It's a real growing up moment. And you go, that's the end. I can't believe. I've been watching shitty fucking romance movies my entire short life. Where when you say something like that, that's the it gets reciprocated and you live, you live happily, happily ever, ever after. after. And then you realise it's a load of bollocks. Your heartbreak when you're a teenager is I like I do like I oh do you remember. God, there's like it. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. like it. Yeah. Nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah. The pain the, the physical pain. pain. Yeah. You can't eat food and yeah. everything. Like you can't eat food. 
Your ma gets cocktail sausages and chips. Your favourite. You cannot eat it. Yeah. Because you are so fucking upset. And you think Horrific. it's never going to go away. You're oh, like, and, 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 and it's that thing where I'm you go. Broke. You're like 14 years old, broken. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm never going to feel right ever again. Little do you know, it's like. It's going to happen a few times. Like a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But you do get, I, I do, you have that first, your first heartbreak, then your first big relationship, like your first real relationship. Oh, your like first, where you, yeah. you sleep with someone and you're, you're in it like a two year or whatever. Oh, you break yeah, up from that relationship. I remember breaking up from that relationship. I think I went out with a guy for like two years, like kind of 19 to 21 or whatever. Um, He started going out with somebody else and, and I remember being in the kitchen like physically bent over in pain like because I was so heartbroken I remember oh my dad my, God, my dad patting me like on the yeah. head and oh, he was like geez. you're alright and I remember going to him like do you understand like and he goes I do I, I fully understand and I went oh so he sat me down and I remember going this is going to be a real moment and he's going to make everything alright because that's what my dad does so I'm sitting there and I'm like trying to hold it together and he went I was like okay tell me and he goes I think once <laughs> Yourself and my mum had a fight and your mum had a fight and I think we probably didn't speak that day. Oh my God. And I was very hurt. Oh Jesus. Okay, so I know what you're going through. So oh Jesus, now, you didn't get it at all. Off you go. Now, stop crying. <laughs> and I swear to God, I, I heard him saying to my mum, I have it sorted, mate, she's grand. Like as I'm like, Aah! I got up the yeah. stairs. Yeah. Wailing. Oh my God, there's nothing in the world like it. And like all, and it's just a thought. It's you know, that fucking love is the thing. greatest thing, right? It's a fucking. Do you know what it is? Do you know what love is? It's not the greatest thing at all. It's great if it's coming back at you, and even at that. But you don't want people to love you. It's an addiction. Uh, you never does. Uh, you know they say they shouldn't say I I love you because that is not the actual truth. Right. I am addicted to you. Is oh, what yeah. people. That's what it really is. It is yeah. I am addicted to you when you are not around I get withdrawal symptoms I mm. shake and I feel a little bit sick and when you are around I get ridiculously unbelievable high expectations of life right. that are not realistic right. but I still aspire to meet them because I'm out of my fucking mind on some sort of natural drug mm. that is ultimately probably going to kill me but that's what I am I am addicted to you I would love say love is a, too small a word I love football I love Netflix. I love my job. I am fucking addicted to you. You are going, you might be the best thing that's ever happened to me, but one of us is going to ruin the other person's life. Even if it's a happy story, one of us in 90 years time will be fucking dead and the other one will be a recovering addict. Right. Uh, What I would say there is, I would say that's probably not your opener speech over the carvery. I'd probably just start with, Hi, I'm PJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm PJ, and I'm a recovering addict, and I shouldn't be doing this Again. because I've been this before, and I know that this leads yeah, but when you to a very strange it, place. Yeah. Isn't that what they say? Grief is the biggest price you pay for love. Yeah, I guess. Like oh, yeah, I always everything. say, I want to die before Joey, though, because I don't want to be miserable. You see, because this is the pendulum yeah. of life. Because as good as things get, they gotta swing back to yeah. the, the, being as bad. That's why you're better off in the me- being a mediocre human. No. <laughs> Tipping along, being a mediocre human is a great place to be. I've realised that. I'm totally happy with being a mediocre human. Oh my god! You know, instead of the big swing, high to low, <laughs> I'm high to low. 
TikTok, happy, sad, not so bad, getting on, it could be better, could be worse, and grand, I'm happy in the middle, like, like a little cunt. That's where I want to be. You're mediocre. like spiral there. I, I just want to be a little mediocre in the middle, living yeah. some sort of close to tranquil sort of bullshit, and that's all I need. You used to want more than that, but then you realise that you, the more you get, the more you have to take the kicks with it. So that's me, mediocre, average looking, average life, average pants, average waistline, ticky tucky in the middle happy little cunt I'm happy with that I'm alright I can live there that is the space for me if there's any mediocre women out there <laughs> who want to go for a car who want to get who want to get, who wanna get not really into what <laughs> who have low expectations <laughs> and like a car <laughs> whose ambition is to live across the road from a lad <laughs> then I think we can make something happen or you can drive <laughs> you can even drive you, you didn't die yeah you haven't died in the car in your past life um, right I think that's where we'll leave this week's podcast <laughs> this is a fucking weird one this is the weirdest podcast the weirdest that we've podcast done we've in so done. long we've probably shared way too much oh Jesus right um, and your remote control is fucked right um don't forget to send us your hashtag in your ears pictures. You can follow us on Insta, Suzanne.fm at PJ Gallagher on Twitter and Suzanne KNFM on Twitter. Um, send us, if you like it, send us what made you laugh. Uh, tell people. And here's the deal. Everywhere around the world, Dublin is better than in Dublin. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Which yeah. is weird, right? So if you're in Ireland, tell tag somebody in Ireland and tell them about Dublin. Because I'm starting to get like, like tweets of people going, I've just found this. It's just new. So yeah. let's make it grow a little bit bigger. So tell people about the podcast yeah. and, tell, and like and share and all that, please. Yeah, we you, never even got, I can tell you about Tommy Tiernan next week. Oh, did you, we didn't even get to it. No, I talked about it next week. Oh, we right. won't be, oh, so next week is the very first Dubland meets. Oh, the very first Dubland meets with Stephanie Price uh, now. Yeah. And that's a, f- Jesus, that's a roller coaster. Oh, that's a real roller coaster. I've been chatting to her a lot since, she's actually. Deadly, chatting, she's she? great crack. We, st- we keep fighting about politics, but she's deadly. Yeah. Right. And um, peace. <laughs> Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.